I got you made, you got you made, you but I got you made, you got you made, you but I got you made, you got you made, you but Welcome to Weird Banter. This is episode 25, I think, and um, today we're going to be talking WWE Draft, WWE Battleground as well. And joining me today, a man who was nice enough to take a bit of time out of his day interviewing international soccer stars and join me on the podcast. Pat, how you going, mate? Not too bad, Chich. Thanks for the lovely introduction. Just a bit of a plug, you know. I know you do stuff in your spare time. You know, it's you sort of just fit this in where you can. You know, it's, it's fine. That's nice. Episode twenty-five already, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the last one with you, though. If, nah, <laughs> save that for the end. Save that for the end. Yeah. Anyway, Pat, <laughs> did you watch the draft, mate? Uh, of course, I watched the draft. Oh. I wouldn't come in unprepared. <laughs> well, what do you think? Initial thoughts. Um, I know we a little pre 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 banter banter we had before we turned the mics on. <laughs> we have some differing opinions on the actual show, the two hour SmackDown live special. Well, what were your initial thoughts on the program? <laughs> well, usually when I come into the weird banter podcast, uh, <laughs> me and Chich have a little pre discussion just to you know talk about what what's going to be mentioned on the show. But today, Chich just told me, just pointed straight to the chair. Said, so don't say anything, mate. Save it all for the show. So, um, sorry for trying to preserve the content, mate. This is no value unless there's a mic on, mate. So, Chich, it's fine, mate. We can we can uh, relay that sort of information. But um, no, I personally I didn't like it. I know you liked it. Yeah, but I, I wasn't a fan. How how come? I thought thought it was a solid show. You know, two hours, not a lot of wasted time. But uh, what what was wrong with it? Um, well, it wasn't very creative, was it? The The whole concept was just um, tr- pick after pick, no um, interviews with the guys, no real backstage segments, nothing to sort of, you know, uh, a, like a curveball between, oh, is this guy going to go Raw or SmackDown? Like, it was very straightforward. Yeah. Um, no- normally in previous drafts, they've done the, you know, they have a match. And then, you know, whichever, you know, someone wins the match, then... Um, but this was obviously when Raw and SmackDown already had their own rosters. So if someone from Raw won, they win the match, then therefore they get a pick and vice versa with SmackDown. Um, but yeah, they didn't do it this time. I think um, just with the picks, because Raw had to ha- get more of the draft picks, they didn't want to stuff around with it, with doing the matches a little bit. That's a possible theory. They just want to make sure, all right, Raw's getting the extra pick each segment. Uh, you know, we just want to get straight into it. We've got a lot a lot of stars to get through. So I guess just a different approach uh, for this draft. But I actually, I like the two-hour two SmackDown special just because it's been a while. I don't, I haven't really watched SmackDown over the last few years because it's, it felt kind of irrelevant. But this felt obviously very relevant because it was live, a lot going on. And um, I thought just not a lot of wasted time. Two hours was just the, the perfect time to get their stuff in. Um, you know, I just I just thought it was good. There was a little bit of banter but on the stage, on the ramp there, which I liked. Obviously, they could have gone a bit further with that, with backstage segments and that sort of thing. I agree with you there. But, um, yeah, I thought it was not too bad. Something I really liked, though, Pat, I don't know if you saw the, the multimedia coverage on the WWE Network where they had... 
they had like a panel running concurrently. I think that's the right word. Um, with Renee Young, Booker T, Corey Graves, and and Lita on the WWE mm. Network. They were doing like a full-on, it was sort of like an ESPN sort of panel discussion, like as the draft was happening live. And I, I wasn't watching that as it was happening live, but I sort of watched the first hour later on. And I thought it was really good. It felt like a real sport um, for a little bit. <laughs> like normally you're used to it, them You've just... You've been suckered in, Chich. No, nah, I, <laughs> I don't know. It's it's really weird because normally it's just like, oh, you see through the bullshit. Oh, yeah, they're trying to get this guy over. <clears throat> but it was strangely sort of transparent. They're sort of going with a different angle, talking about the business as it actually is. Just guys like working, going on, you know, doing the live events. They weren't sort of... Um, it wasn't just kayfabe the whole time. They, every, every person had their different opinions on things. So I just thought it's sort of the WWE Network is evolving into what I think their original plan was just, you know, having all this content and, you know, just so many different devices and angles you can watch something from. I thought it was really um, creative. I think that contributed to why I thought the draft was really good. And um, our man, Chris Jericho, <coughs> came in for an interview after he was drafted on the panel and he was just full kayfabe, and it was it was so hilarious. He was just taking shots at Renee Young about her her network shows unfiltered, oh. and like how I was never gonna be on the show because he's, he's so much better than that. <laughs> it was fucking hilarious. But um, yeah, I watched the pre-show. They had like a pre-draft thing on the network. Yeah. I watched that, and then I was I watched probably the first half an hour when it actually finished, and yeah, it was pretty good. It was um yeah Renee Young is an awesome host like she's yeah she's very asset. very professional and also like Booker T I like how he he's got his sort of controversial he's like the controversial guy on the panel <laughs> like he was just throwing an opinion like he was interviewing John Cena and he was he just threw out a question like um you know how's it feel do you feel like you're being demoted going to SmackDown mm. and John Cena wasn't like he wasn't in kayfabe he was sort of just company guy he was he was being very transparent about it and then he just sort of was. Yeah, just talking a book. I like, no, I want to grow this brand. Like, you know, I just want it to be better than Raw because it's happened in the past, the early 2000s. And I don't know, just the back and forth was really interesting, mm. the opinions and stuff. But let's get into the picks, Pat. Raw, SmackDown. I actually wanted to start with the SmackDown roster because, <clears throat> you know, that's the new thing that's happening. Um, AJ Styles, he was, I think, pick number four. He was in the top five. I think he's going to be the guy to really lead SmackDown. I think he's going to be a big player on SmackDown, not just because he was a top pick. John Cena was talking on the on the panel. He was he just kept talking like, I'm really excited to see AJ Styles on SmackDown and really grow the brand with him. That was sort of the consensus. Cena said that. Yeah, yeah. He was very adamant because they asked him, oh, who do you think's the number one pick on SmackDown? Who, who are you really excited to see picked? from this point on or already picked. And he said, oh, look, I really thought about it, but I'm really excited for AJ Styles at the moment. So to me, that tells me that AJ is going to be a big player on SmackDown. I reckon he could possibly be the first um, champion on SmackDown if they are bringing in another title. So um, I think that's huge. And he's separated from the club as well. The club have gone to Raw. He's on SmackDown. So I think he's really going to come into his own on SmackDown. Not that he needs to, but as a WWE superstar, I think he's going to be the main guy on SmackDown. And obviously you've got Cena there to give it the prestige. Who do you, who are you most excited for out of the SmackDown picks? What do you think of their roster? I agree with AJ. He's, um, I think he's 
promos are a lot better as a heel. Like, as a face, he was kind of boring. Yeah, I agree. But, um, yeah, his work as a heel lately has been really good, especially with the club. And otherwise, um, <clears throat> it'll be interesting to see how Cena sort of develops on SmackDown, whether his character sort of changes a bit, I guess. Um, he's definitely... I feel like people are liking Cena more. Like, now that he's not, like, the main guy anymore, he's sort of just... Mm. He's like a supplement, you know. It's a lot more tolerable, yeah. Yeah, like, he's because he's not in the main event every week. He's not holding the championship every week. Like, people are starting to appreciate Cena a bit more. And I think, yeah, SmackDown, I think we said it um, when the draft was announced, like, he'd be prime for SmackDown because the casual fan wants to see John Cena. Where do they have to go to see him? they got to go to SmackDown. So um, they've also got um, Randy Orton. He's going to be on SmackDown. Dean Ambrose, obviously, is the current champ. Um, a lot of firepower. They got Bray Wyatt as well. He's split up from the club. It's just uh, Bray and Eric Rowan on SmackDown. Yeah, the Wyatt family, not yeah. the not the club. Pack. Oh my bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, um, yeah, that's well, the club was split up as well. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen with those pricks though? Um, uh, bloody Strowman and Rowan and Harper, Harper. If he comes back, but they, surely they can't stand on their own with the current you know, swamp sort of character. Yeah. <laughs> like, how are they going to stand on their own? Um, I, don't I don't even know. I don't even know if, like, Rowan would still um, partner Wyatt on, uh, Bray on SmackDown. Like... You wouldn't think so. It's t- it's about time for Bray to sort of stand on his own feet. I think it's good, but it seems like they've just thrown the other members to the wayside. Like, just, yeah. you know, I don't think we're going to see many... I mean, they might, you know, Strowman might go to an, into a rivalry with the Big Show or something. Like, I don't know, this that sort of, mm. you know, giant v. giant factor. Maybe with Enzo and Cass, they'll do something because I think they're all on Raw. Mm. Um, but yeah, Randy Orton returning as well. They got uh, Baron Corbin as well. He's on, he's on SmackDown, so there's a young guy there to... Well, what's his name? The... Um the Wyatts have a match with the New Day, don't they? This Sunday in the tag team? Is that right? Uh, yes, they do. The championships? Yeah, at Battleground. Is that for the championship though? I'm actually... I, I don't think it would be only because they're splitting up. So yeah. I don't see why it would be for the championship. Mm. That's um, that's why I could sort of brought it up. Because if the Wyatts win, then... They don't have a team for Raw with um, Strowman on his own there because uh, Harper hasn't been drafted yet. He's still injured. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, well, you'd, I, I mean, we'll get to the battle, battleground in a bit, but I, I would de- definitely think New Day is going to retain because they're the, they're the champs. Like, I don't see any point if the, the team of the Whites is splitting up. I don't understand why they would go over at battleground. Yeah. But um, so, yeah, that's the... That's pretty much it for SmackDown. They don't. They got a few more people, but it's not a massive roster at the moment. On Raw, Rollins, the number one draft pick. I think that's you know that was an obvious one sort of thing. I think he'll be the guy to lead. Once talking to you about uh, Roman Reigns, Pat, because uh, here's the thing: he's been gone for yeah about thirty days. He's coming back at Battleground. Do we miss him? Do we miss Roman Reigns, Pat? Because I can't say of you know. I can't say I'm looking for him every week, uh, yeah. you know, waiting for him to come out at the moment. I, I sort of feel like, yeah, Raw has sort of been lacking without him in a way. You think so? Yeah, but I mean, it's good to sort of 
few weeks off never hurt anyone considering you see them you know these guys never have breaks throughout the year so you can deal with a couple weeks or so but um it'll be interesting to see the crowd reaction on uh at battleground because at smackdown when his name was read out i think he was booed yeah he definitely was and um yeah, I think Roman Reigns is obviously still going to be a big player. I don't know if he'll be the guy, excuse the pun. But um, yeah, he, I think he was pick number six or something. He wasn't one of the first picks. Pick four on Raw. So oh, yeah, it would have been six or seven. Yeah, overall. overall, I think he was yeah around there. Um, yeah, here's the thing though, going into Battleground, I, I, I think not to skip ahead too much, but... In terms of the triple threat WWE Championship match, I don't think Ambrose can retain the title because, like, that's the Raw title. I think it's that's sort of the consensus. That one's like the Raw. Mm. That's the flagship sort of title. Ambrose on SmackDown, he retained the title on SmackDown. Um, Rollins, I think he's going to be the main guy on Raw. Roman Reigns is coming back from suspension, so I wouldn't think they'd give it to him. Um, so the only way... I could really see anyone other than Rollins winning is if Reigns were to win and go full on heel. Like they just said, you know, this has worked out beautifully. It's the perfect time to turn Reigns heel. Everyone's going to hate him anyway. Um, but who's the big face on Raw after that? Well, well Lesnar's still away. Well, I think it'll just be Reigns and Rollins feuding after that. Like, yeah. just because they're, you know, the two main guys. I'm not saying Reigns is likely to win, but if he were to, I think that would be the perfect sort of catapult, you know, just, <laughs> yeah, you know, as as the guy, Pat. But um, Well, Finn Balor should debut soon. Yeah. Actually, he could align with the club. They've sort Actually, of had yeah. that history in China or whatever. So in maybe Japan. they'll just... Japan, yeah. So maybe they'll just sort of replace AJ with Finn and let AJ go on his own on SmackDown. Yeah, that's an interesting point. I didn't think of think of it like that. Um, yeah, Finn Balor, obviously top pick. He, I, I assume they're going to... They've just sort of been like taking their time with him, letting him build up a big reputation in uh, NXT, and now he's finally here. Yeah, interesting to see. But he's like he's a face, though. So unless they would have to turn him heel, obviously. like He's very sort of likable standard babyface sort of character from from what uh, from what i've seen um so yeah, because be... there's no faces on raw other than roman reigns really of the top stars are uh, there's i mean there's Sami Zayn. uh you yeah like end... heavyweights sort of thing oh uh, yeah mm. yeah that'll be interesting um yeah yeah i guess you've got enzo and casp that's tag team division more likely mm. yeah that's a good point because you've got um you got Sami Zayn on raw you got owens baylor jericho it's like, I'm really excited about those four because obviously I sort of group them all together because they always have, well, Owen, Zayn, Cesaro, Jericho, they always have really great matches. I think Baylor will fit into that really nicely because obviously mm. they're, all, they all, they're all mates and everything and they're all really keen to work together. So I'm really excited for the Raw roster. Then you've obviously got someone like a, a Brock Lesnar. I don't... I feel like they only picked him on Raw be, like for the sake of it. It's like we got this big name, we got to put him on Raw, but obviously he's not going to be there. Mm. He's, he's going to do his few appearances. And I don't know why they'd keep Sami Zayn with Kevin Owens. Like, surely that like it was predicted before the draft that yeah, these guys are going to split up. Their last match will be at Battleground. I don't know why they'd want to keep him on the same show. Like, I think everyone's over that. 
Like, you reckon? Yeah. Well, I, I, there was definitely a case to be made for splitting them up because then they could, you know, fight again down the track. Mm. I think they just need that depth on the raw roster at the moment. They can't really afford to split everyone up because they're doing it a little bit. Um, but um, I think, I think they just have great matches, and it's there's so many possibilities there of those guys working together. I kind of like it to be honest. I know people are getting sick of it. <laughs> um, I kind of like it, like even on SmackDown where. Owens was meant to have the match with Kane and then Zane just runs out. It's like, yeah. a, it's almost like an ongoing joke. Like he's just going to cut, like they're just going to brawl randomly throughout yeah. the show. I, I kind of like that idea of how they do that. It's just hilarious. I can see him tag teaming down the line as well. Yeah. Like I think the possibilities are endless. Imagine, yeah, Zane and Owens on a team, like they have to work together for some reason, you know, fight the new day or something. Mm. Like, I don't know. There's just so much. There's, there's a lot of star power building there and obviously you've got experienced guys like Jericho throwing their two cents in they all fit in nicely um, Enzo and Cass I assume they're going to feud with the New Day at some point I know they're like the two big tag teams on Raw as as it should be I think um, a lot of the actually I don't think there's one tag team on Smackdown looking uh, through the list uh, just the Usos, actually, sorry. Usos, American Alpha, Vaude Villains. Yeah, I think that's going to be more the NXT sort of, you know, that's that's like the underdog sort of, the, the fans, uh, the fans people, if you get me. Because oh, American yeah. Alpha got a huge pop. They're awesome. Yeah, no, nah, they're very good. Um, and yeah, so it gives everyone a reason to watch SmackDown just to see those guys specifically. You would normally watch NXT. But now it's like the reason to watch SmackDown. So, yeah. I, I and they got Eva Marie on SmackDown. Oh, fantastic. So that's another reason to watch, mate. Oh, no, fantastic. Um, you know, she's, she's great. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, well, talking about the women then, you got... They, they split up the women's division, though, which is... Were you surprised with that? With Because, um, you know, there was definitely a case to be made... You know, the women's division is building into this this sort of grandiose thing, very mm. legitimate competition. Because um, they've got, I think the cruiserweight division is exclusive to Raw now. Mm. So they got that to fill. Um, but there was a case to be made like, oh, maybe have the women's uh, division separate. But they've sort of split it up. Because on SmackDown, you've got, you know, Becky Lynch, Natalia, Eva Marie. There's a few others there. But I don't know. Do you think there's enough interest there on SmackDown to to be able to divide the the women's division in half? Like, I mean, how many times can Becky Lynch and Natalia verse each other? Yeah, you know, throw Eva Marie in there. It's not as compelling as you may think. Well, I don't understand why they'd just put the women on SmackDown without a title. Yeah, yeah. So I can't remember actually back in the day. Um, when the brand split happened, they what was the deal then? Did they actually have women wrestling on SmackDown? Like they did. They had like Michelle McCool. I think Layla was on SmackDown. Was they there a title? Uh, I can't yes, remember. there was because Michelle McCool was champion. But I can't remember if like a title on each show, sort of thing. Yeah, that's. I think there was. I think there was. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, we should probably look that up. <laughs> yeah. I can't because it's just because um, there definitely were there was a women's champion on SmackDown, and then you had the 
you know, you had like Mickey James on Raw, but they always used to fight with each other. So, but I'm getting my eras mixed up. Yeah. Because then they combined it all into the one thing. Unless was it, um, just I'm not too sure. But was it the women's championship and the no the divas replaced the women's championship? Isn't that right? Yeah. Well, that's 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 what I'm not sure about because they had the women's championship, then they had the divas championship, but I'm not sure if that was a separate thing or they genuinely just changed it from one to the yeah. other. If you get me. Yeah, I'll look it up. But um, yeah, regardless, you know, you've got, yeah, I don't know, I'm not as compelled because I, I, I like the women's division when it's evolving into with, you know, you got Sasha, Charlotte, Bailey. Um, you know, there's a lot of potential there. And um, yeah, I, I, don't just, I just don't know if it's a good idea to, to split everyone up. Yeah. Just because I think you'll lose the interest on one or the other. Maybe all together. Mm. Well, at least um, Charlotte and um, Jesus Christ, Sasha Banks are on Raw together, so that feud's going to continue. I think they'll have a few good matches down the line. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do with, um, you know, Dana Brooke as well. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. they sort of just like, I don't know, they just sort of group her with Charlotte again. It's like they had Ric Flair with her, and now they got Dana. I don't, I don't really see the point in that, but. I guess, you know, there's the interest when she finally breaks away, if she does anything. Mm. Then Nia Jax is on Raw as well. Paige. Yeah. Oh, Froffy's Jax. Mm. Jacko. Jack Swagger. Jesus. Where did he get? He's on Raw too. Big old Jack Swagger. Yeah, it's oh, very irrelevant. What do you think of uh, Darren Young's um, comeback? Is he great again, Chich? I think he is. Was he ever great? (laughs) I wasn't really sure because I wasn't following that too closely. I just heard like, oh, there's some cringeworthy stuff going on with Bob Baffin (laughs) and Darren Young. And then I watched that match on SmackDown during Mm. the draft and he got a massive pop when he put the chicken wing, the finisher. He got a massive pop. So it seems like he's getting over like something similar to what Damien Sandow did. Like that sort of... uh, you know, people's guy there. So that's mm. that's kind of interesting. Like you wouldn't expect Darren Young to come up like that. But yeah, uh, I was always an advocate. Oh, Paul, no, a you Paul, weren't. A Paul Heyman advocate <laughs> for the um, primetime players. I liked them back in the day. So um, I think Darren Young's his new character is sort of good, but I just I just don't get the point of making him great again. Like he was never really anything <laughs> to begin with. But it's cool. I mean, it's, yeah, it's over the top. It's interesting. Yeah, well, it's something to G up about. Like, I guess wrestling, the fact that it's not a real, real sport, it allows that sort of just ridiculous, like, storyline to occur. Where it's just like, why why are we cheering for this guy? He hasn't really done much, but... Yeah. I mean, it's not like he's in a... a um a, a position to win the title or anything he's just well, he might a lower be card guy yeah if the fans get behind him enough but at the moment he's just a lower card guy so you just sort of take it you know what i mean well Pat, you enjoy it it's uh if we get into the battleground uh preview mate it's the miz versus darren young for the ic title isn't it there you go i i think it's for the title <laughs> like why wouldn't it be for the title yeah they don't even they don't even really list on the WWE.com, whether it's for the title or not. Yeah, they just, all they'll say is the Miz Intercontinental Champion versus Darren Young. Yeah. They don't really say, like, very vague on whether it's for the championship mm. or not. But anyway, Miz versus Darren Young, oh, it might be one of those, well, all right, if it's not for the title, Darren Young gets over, then that, then there's like a, 
it just pushes his hype, his whole momentum forward. If it is for the title, then I don't, I don't really know. the The company seems to favor the Miz a lot. So, um, well, the Miz is on SmackDown, and Darren Young's on Raw, and uh, obviously okay. the cruiserweight division and the US title are both on Raw. So, all right, so I'm not Miz... too sure that they'd keep all three of those titles on Raw. Yeah, you'd think the Miz has to retain then. Mm. Well, regardless, whether it is a championship match or not. Well, who's Rusev? Rusev's versus Jack Swagger for the title. No, Rusev's got um, Zack oh, Ryder. Oh, Zack Ryder's shit. They look alike. Yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs> they um, all just blur together. Yeah, but um, that's, yeah, US title. You'd expect Rusev to retain there. I Zack think. Ryder's on SmackDown. So if Zack Ryder wins... The US title goes to SmackDown, and if Darren Young wins, the Intercontinental goes to Raw. So I think okay. you, I think you'd see a scenario where if Darren Young's going to win, Zack Ryder has to win. Whereas if otherwise, both have to lose. I don't think that's going to happen because I think the world title is going to change. I don't think they're going to have like oh, yeah. three titles change in the one night. But you never know because they're I don't know they're trying to. Well, the tag titles are on Raw as well. Yeah, I think the US title is kind of... It gives it a fresh feel because that's normally been the SmackDown title in the past. Mm. So now it's on Raw. John Cena's held it, so it sort of has that bit more credibility as well. So I would expect Rusev to retain. I'd expect The Miz to retain. But it's interesting to see with Darren Young, like if he genuinely gets over um, with this whole thing like yeah. and where he goes from here. Hopefully they don't like throw him to the wayside like they did with Sandow. But um, it's always to do with the Miz, though. Maybe the Miz is the magic formula for getting these guys over. <laughs> you know, who knows? Maybe it's Maurice, mate. He's you're, a lot better with Maurice, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, I, mean, I knew you were just waiting to bring him up. Uh, it, it's a it's a fresh look, you know. Yeah, no, nah, it's it's good having. It's a good look. <laughs> all right, Pat. I, I agree with you. We'd have to banter about this. But <laughs> all right, Owens versus Zayn. That's another match. Um. I think that's, you know, it's obviously guaranteed to be a very good match. I know you're already sick of their rivalry, Pat, but um, some of us actually look forward to these sorts of matches. So, um, you know, I really enjoy their little little rivalry. Um, it might not be a clear-cut decision. I don't really know if they're going to keep fighting because they're both on Raw. Um, but, yeah, I'm just excited to see that. I think you need those, you know, those legitimate just matches. You know, you're just going to see a really good, solid wrestling match. Um mm. Yeah. Why wouldn't they put some sort of stipulation like last man standing? If this is meant to be the <clears throat> the end to their rivalry, why not, you know... Is it meant to be the end? It, yeah, it's, it, this is meant to be the definitive clash. Oh, okay. But it's just a standard singles match. Why not put them, put them in a last man standing or ambulance match, something like that? Well, Pat, you'd have to... You have to talk to Mick Foley, the GM of, of Raw, mate. Maybe SummerSlam, they'll do it again. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> probably. I don't think they go the same. Maybe um, you'd feel like a fatal four-way or something. <laughs> I don't yeah. know, it's getting kind of repetitive now. It but, all um, depends on how this match ends. Like you said, if it's some sort of screw job finish, they're probably going to go again. I'm interested to see when these guys are going to be in the title picture, though. Hmm. Like, Because I feel like these guys are so ready to be elevated into that main event pitcher i guess we'll see how it plays out between rollins reigns on raw because ambrose on smackdown now so um but yeah i just want to see i just want to see these guys elevated like imagine the possibilities when the world championship 
Owens could genuinely win it. Zayn could genuinely win it. You got Rollins there, who's like the he's the guy. You got Reigns there, who's also the guy, but you know, wellness policy guy. But um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Just exciting to see where those guys go. We've also got the New Day versus the Wyatt family. We've already discussed. New Day has to win. Mm. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, also, John Cena, Enzo, and Cass versus the Club. Now, this is an interesting one because John Cena and AJ go on a SmackDown. Enzo and Cass and the club are on Raw. So that's kind of interesting because that's a match you're not going to see, um, you know, in at least the next coming months. You're not going to see these guys working together again just because they're all splitting up after this. So I guess that's where mm. the, the interest in Battleground comes in. But, um, yeah, um, I, I like, though, Pat, because we sort of... There was sort of a dim assumption that we would go with the whole three-peat with uh, John Cena and AJ. They'd have three singles yeah. matches. Be very predictable. Cena will go over. I like the fact that it hasn't been that clear-cut. Like, they've incorporated Enzo and Cass, the club. So, yeah. there isn't really a... No one's getting buried here. It's like everyone's just sort of... They're just having a legitimate... An interesting rivalry where anyone can really go over at any time. So I kind of mm. like that aspect and these guys working together. Mm. Enzo um, and Cass are just on fire at the moment. Yeah, they're definitely... They're so good. Yeah, the company are definitely getting behind them. And yeah, they're killing it. Enzo with his his promos, commenting on... We're talking off air about <laughs> about uh, the, the AJ mum. Mum SUV soccer mum haircut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on there with AJ? There's some Pantene... <laughs> What's that bloody L'Oreal going on? I don't it's know. very neat, isn't it? His hairstyle. It's very silky, but it doesn't look like a man's haircut. If you get a bit, a bit like yours, Pat. Um, <laughs> you know, I know this is an audio experience, but uh, no wonder why you're a, you're a bit of a fan of AJ, mate. You, you got the similar hair haircut going on there. Oh, nice switch. <laughs> well, we <laughs> we could probably be the club, mate, with your shaved head. Oh, no. But anyway, I think... See, this is the legitimate thing. I don't know who's going to go over here. That's the thing. I think... Because cause Cena got the pin on the draft. So I think the club might go over here. Mm. AJ and the club. I don't know who will get pinned, but... Probably Enzo again. <laughs> yeah. Because it's weird. Cass <laughs> surely can't get picked. He's a seven-foot behemoth. Mm. Like, And Vince would, would love him. And <laughs> C- you wouldn't think Cena... Cena possibly if AJ is the one to pin him. But that's about it. Mm. Yeah. Enzo's a sort of easy target. Yeah, the fans will still love him even if he yeah, loses. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, we got concussed a few months ago, so he's a bit weak, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's got the fans' sympathy already. Yeah, he's a bit fragile. Um, sh- all right. Who do you think will win that? Uh, yeah, it could be anyone, really. I think it'll be Enzo and Cass and Cena. Considering the club's being broken up, you might see some kind of, I don't know, Something where AJ maybe walks away from them or they walk yeah. away from him considering they're going to be broken up anyway. I think it could could be seen again the pin over AJ maybe. Yeah, it could be something like AJ just like, you know what, I don't even need you guys. I'm going to smack down. Like, yeah. I'm better off without you. Some, you definitely, because he's a heel anyway, so it would definitely work. Yeah. All right, well, we got the women's match, tag team match, Charlotte and Dana Brooke versus Sasha and a mystery partner. This is the interesting one, Pat, because we don't know who the mystery partner is. I've got a couple of theories. Now, the obvious one would be to point at Bailey, I think, because everyone's been, you know, waiting for her to come up from NXT. Just when's she going to come up? You know, she's just made to be a part of this whole four horsewomen thing that they got going on, even though Becky Lynch is sort of 
um, you know, split up now. But uh, I don't think... I think it might not be Bailey. I think it could be the returning... Your 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 girl, Nikki Bella. I think she could mm. be the one. Because they've been hyping up her return. I, I don't think she really needs to come back. I think she'd be better off just... <laughs> Oh, come on. No, kid. no. Like, I think she'd be fine maybe on a SmackDown. you got an experienced person. I don't know. I don't think she really fits in with the whole new era thing, though. I think she's like the old Brie, Be- Brie Bella retired. I think we got to just move on a little bit. I don't think she's a good enough wrestler to really hold her own with these new divas, but mm. that's just my honest opinion. I think it could be Nikki Bella, most likely, but possibly Bailey. I don't know who else it would be. Who do you think could come into the picture there? Um... I'm not too sure. I think it's obviously going to be someone like a returning face considering she's teaming with Sasha. Definitely, yeah. And Nikki's just about ready to return, so she's probably the obvious one. Um, I feel like the fans are going to shit on that match, though, if Nikki Bella comes up because, you know, they're always chanting, you know, hey, we want some Bailey. Yeah. Or like, you know, we want Sasha. Like, they're... They're keen on the new the new era, so I don't know. It, it could be a not a good thing if Nikki Bella comes back. I I think I think she'd come back having earned a lot more of the fans' respect, considering they know what she sort of had to go through to get back. Like she's always had the there's always been the stigma that the Bellas were the models turned wrestlers sort of thing. Yeah. So if yeah. you know, she's obviously had a serious neck injury. She's over time, she's sort of worked her way back. So I think she's earned some of the fans' respect now to sort of um, get a bit of a pop when she does come back. Mm. That's my opinion anyway. I know you <laughs> really well, have a distaste for the Ballas Pat, and Total Divas. I know you have a intense, almost strange interest in Total Divas. So yeah, it's almost abnormal, but, um, you know. It's a great show. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. No, no judging here. Um, well, the other women's match, though, Becky Lynch and Natalia. So I guess, you know, this is the SmackDown match. This is the toilet break match. Yeah, that's that's the... I don't like saying that, but um, it's true, though. Like, there's no title. I don't know. Like, there's, um, there's nothing to get too excited about. There's nothing with Natalia, is there? Like, she's, she's turned heel now, but... Even then, it's not really feeling it, you know? It's It doesn't feel very organic, I don't mm. know, if you get me. so. And Becky Lynch is sort of a bit too... I know, you've never liked Becky Lynch, nah. Pat. Why not? She's yeah. the last kicker, mate. <laughs> the Irish last kicker. She's sort of just that, that wrestler that comes out, gets the fans excited, but not, much, not enough depth in her character, mm. I think. I kind of agree with you there. She can be a little bit vanilla, but I think like... Her wrestling ability is good enough where sh- she's in that category of like, you know, she's the four horsewomen, mate. She's one of them. But <laughs> I, I get it does get a bit tiresome with the whole, yeah, like I'm a baby face, you know, I just want to, you know, have fun, kick some ass, you know, like, yeah, you know, I don't know. It, it gets a bit tiresome, I agree. You can't hold me down. Uh. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, <laughs> yeah, that's that's why I like Sasha Banks because she's, she's got that swagger about her. It's not Attitude. as, yeah, it's not as, uh, you know black and white you know but um yeah anyway that's that's not a lot of interest there i don't know who's gonna go over here's one though randy orton's coming back battleground as uh what's his name yeah 
He's on the highlight oh. reel with Chris Jericho. That's going to be hilarious. Mm. I, just feel, <laughs> I, I just know Jericho is going to just tear into him. It's probably going to end in an RKO or something. Oh, but 100% <laughs> it's going to end in an RKO. I'm just so excited to see what, what questions are asked. Uh, Can just I'm going to put it to you, mate. Oh, Exclusive no. on the Weird Banter podcast. I'm going to tip... Jericho to get up in Randy Orton's face, yeah. maybe point a finger at him, and then Orton just turn the tables on yeah, him. Yeah, RKO. It's just, <laughs> it's gonna happen. But uh, I'm just excited to see how it goes down. <laughs> just, it's the little moments, the little things that Jericho says that are just hilarious. <laughs> just drink it in, man. <laughs> drink it in. He's so good. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right, well, yeah, so that's going to happen. I don't think Brock Lesnar will appear. They'll probably save him for SummerSlam, especially in the midst of the whole USADA thing. You, you got any appearance? USADA? Usos? No, it's... USADA. No, that's that's the Australian one, though. Oh, Cause, okay. Because theirs is the US, so it's like USADA. Ah, Uso, mate. I didn't know that. I yeah. thought USADA was like a world... Well, they have like WADA. WADA. Then we got USADA here. That was the whole Essendon... <laughs> You know, footy club thing that was ridiculous. And then they got USADA in America, the US Anti-Doping Authority. I fucking hate those pricks, though. They just, you know... just USADA? Yeah, like... Because, I know, just the stories that I've heard, they're the type of pricks that will never admit they're wrong. If you get, like, there's just a bit of ego about them, if you get me. Yeah. They'd be good in the WWE, actually. They got their, you know, kind of heel tendencies about them. Yeah, the Usos, Us- the, the Usadas, Usadas <laughs> the, o- the o- Usada tag team. Rivalry with Brock, Le- uh, Brock Lesnar. <laughs> but um, what's your thoughts? Because this has been sort of developing. Um, it's kind of disappointing because we watched UFC 200 and we saw Brock Lesnar and we were excited because obviously big implications when he finally returns to WWE. He's going to have huge hype from winning a legitimate fight. Turns out he failed the test. Um on the day of the fight, I think, then it was revealed later that he was, you know, negative or positive. Anyway, he failed the test. And um, so, yeah, now they're just sort of sorting that out. But um, I don't understand, though, because they removed the John... They removed the John Jones-Cormier fight. John Jones was gone beforehand. They tested him. He obviously failed. So they removed him. Mm. Apparently, Brock Lesnar took five tests, passed them all. So it was all clear, ready to go. I don't understand how these things can happen after the fight's already completed. Why wouldn't you have all this done and dusted beforehand? Probably because Brock Lesnar is a more valuable commodity than John Jones. I think but, his name is. But how how can you make exceptions though? Like if they're legitimate doping authority, this is where it's really vague when you get into the big business. Because obviously this would have destroyed the pay-per-view if you remove John Jones and then Brock Lesnar as well. Yeah. It would have, like, UFC would have... would have killed their, the whole hype. It would have looked like a joke. So, um, I don't know. It seems kind of ridiculous that they would bring down Brock Lesnar's reputation afterwards. Um, you know, let him sort of win the fight. You know, UFC get their money in. And then they sort of defame him afterwards, it seems like. I don't know. It's... Well... I think Lesnar's blamed it on some sort of asthma medication or something. Okay. Well, I've heard, because I've heard from listening to other UFC commentators and that sort of thing, and I'm not saying this is the case, but a lot of these fighters, they take supplements which are cleared by the doping authorities, but the supplement companies can sometimes mix stuff in that's not 
um you know no one really knows what's in these supplements if you get me like it's mm. cleared on the surface but later on it might have something mixed in it that isn't cleared if you get mm, me yeah. so there's a lot of sort of gray area with these supplements that they take because obviously they're trying to get every advantage that they can going into these fights it's you know not something you want to get you know it's not something you take lightly stepping into a cage but uh, it's kind of disappointing though not i mean i don't know if it's going to affect brock lesnar that much because he's just you know he's cashed up doesn't really give a fuck he's on his farm in canada you know he doesn't really care probably but it's kind of disappointing as well because you know, when Brock Lesnar returns now, like, what are the fans supposed to think? It's like they know what's happened with this whole drug thing. I don't know. It just sort of stuffs, sort of stuffs up his whole hype that I feel. You know, and uh, and even with the UFC now, there's a lot of case of this drug stuff going on. It's, it's, I, don't I don't know, know that it, I don't know that it kills his hype because people are still talking about Brock Lesnar. You know, as mate, it's like they say, any publicity is good publicity. Yeah, and Randy Orton's obviously going to be the face at SummerSlam. So, do you um, think Orton will go over now? Mm, I, t- I don't think Randy Orton needs to win. You know, Brock Lesnar sort of what's keeping him is that in the WWE is that status as the destroyer. You know, mm. the unbeatable Brock Lesnar. But Randy Orton, I don't think he needs to be like winning matches. But the thing as is, frequently, like because Orton's he's been gone for a year. He's coming back because he's going to be a regular guy on SmackDown. I agree Brock Lesnar should go over, but in light of all this, you know, doping shit that's going on, like, mm. and because Randy Orton's going to be a regular, you know, staple on SmackDown, maybe, maybe they might put him over. I don't know, but... But is there really shame in Orton losing to a guy that's conquered UFC? There's definitely not, but it might be just one of those things where you have to sort of give back... You know, because Orton's going to be there all the time. Lesnar's not really. But maybe because then, I don't know, Next Lesnar's next appearance might be at the Royal Rumble. So it's going to be another long mm. break. So if you want that to be hyped up, it'll be weird. It's like, oh, Lesnar's coming back. But his last match, he lost to Randy Orton. So mm. You know, be- I think they should have a, a very good match, a long, very good match, and end it just without a pinfall. Just have Lesnar... Beat him up or something. Completely beat him up, yeah. That, and that could be a good option. Maybe disqualified or something like that. Yeah. So then it makes Lesnar look like, yeah, that beast that's so dominant in UFC. And then Orton, who didn't really lose. And I guess then it's even like, you know, regardless of whether he's he's doped up or not, like he's still going to kick your ass sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, like regardless of what, whatever's going on, like he's still fucking Brock Lesnar, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I'm sure it won't be... Uh, I'm sure it'll work out. I'm still really excited for the highlight reel, <laughs> see what happens yeah. there. And then, yeah, obviously the SummerSlam match. All right, well, let's finish up. All right, the main match, we touched on it a bit earlier. So I think they're going to have two titles, two world titles, one on SmackDown, one on Raw, because it's going to be really strange if everyone on SmackDown is or Raw is squabbling over nothing like they just they've always got a bone to pick but it's like there's no actual gold there so mm. it sort of takes out the reason for the competition if you get me but um all right so ambrose he's the champ he's on smackdown he went over rollins on the draft um show so Ro- reigns he's returning from uh the wellness policy thing so you wouldn't expect him to go over i think rollins is going to win he's the number one draft picked he's a heel 
I think he's gonna he's gonna be the face of the fag, flagship program on Raw, <laughs> and um, yeah, I think Rollins he is primed he is primed to be the guy on Raw. Yeah. Um, unless, as I said, Reigns goes full heel, but I don't think that's gonna happen. Mm. Do you have any differing opinions on how that's gonna play out? Um, I'd like to see Rollins win as well. He's he's the best wrestler in the company, and I think he's the best personality right now. Um. It'll be interesting to see how Reigns is sort of booked, whether yeah. they keep defending him as the guy who can do no good or they just have him come back as the guy. You know, obviously he's got his faults because he's just been suspended. Mm. So it'll be interesting to see how they portray him and if he does win, how he's going to be used as the champion. It's kind of interesting... Um because, you know, obviously Reigns had the wellness policy thing. <laughs> now Brock's, he's got his thing, but that's not with WWE, the UFC. Um, mm. Yeah, it's interesting how they'll react to these sort of things. Because obviously they're not going to mention it. I don't think they're going to mention it with um, Brock Lesnar. They've sort of owned it with Reigns because, like, he, he came out and tweeted, you know, I own this. You know, like, it's my yeah. thing. I'm going to cop it on the chin and come back stronger than ever. Not that he said it exactly <laughs> like that. But um, with Brock Lesnar, they haven't really talked about the UFC at all since this whole saga has been going on. Before mm. that, they were. But ever since this has been unfolding, they've just sort of been like, all right, Brock's the beast. That's it. They haven't really gone deep into it. So it'll be interesting if they even mention it at all. Um, but yeah, I think they can just use it. Like, who cares if Reigns... I don't even... Like, no one even knows what he did. He might have just been marijuana or something like... I don't know what the what what's entailed in the in the wellness policy. So um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how he's booked, as you said. And um, I think they should just stop protecting him. I think as long as he's not treated like the guy, and everyone can see that, then people will just tend to like him more. As with John Cena, everyone knows he's not. He's probably not going to have the title all the time anymore. Um, you know, he's not always being pushed in the main event every week. I think it just works in your favor. Just don't overdo it. Just do it like as natural as possible, mm. you know. But um, yeah, I think Roland's definitely primed to win that, Pat. Mm. Hope so. Yeah. We're both big fans of Rollins. <laughs> I watched that. Um, I told you I watched. I finally watched that um documentary on Seth Rollins. Yeah. The whole redesign, rebuild, reclaim. That was getting me g'd up. It was pretty intense though the re- the rehab. Did you see when he was on that um that machine where he was like the machine was like forcing his leg, his right leg to do like these oh, yeah. leg extensions. Look really intense. Man. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't know. I don't envy. Like it's it's kind of inspiring his whole comeback and that sort of thing. It makes you want to see him as a face. Definitely. So that's kind of strange how they they premiered that as he came back and then yeah, put him as a heel, but we've talked about that in the past. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be face in time, but um, it's kind of disgusting though because they had um clips of him and his dog, and the dog was drinking out of his coffee cup. Oh yeah, and then he he would just just willingly drink it straight after. <laughs> it's like, all right, Seth, I can back you. I can back you to a certain extent, but you know, hygiene doesn't hurt, mate. Chich, you you need a dog to understand, oh, mate. Ah, Pat. I like how you've got the sort of Seth Rollins sort of haircut going on with the haircut. beard. The beard, you know, like well, you got, if you grew it out a bit more, mate, I think there's definitely a bit of worship going on there. With, oh, I with appreciate Seth. that. That's the nicest compliment I've received from you. Well, you know, 
you can take it as a compliment, but it's not, it's not <laughs> the original intention, mate. <laughs> no, anyway, Pat, um, thank you for coming in uh, to Weird Bant. I know you've got, you know, I don't know who you've got, uh, Andrea Pillo to interview now. Or I don't know who, who you got next, mate. Uh, a few Actually. more coming up. Uh, oh, mate, where, a... where can we hear about these interviews, mate? <laughs> uh, so, I don't know. It's, when did you suddenly um, develop an interest in soccer, Cheech? Pat, I'll, I'll jump on a bandwagon when I see I see it's moving, mate. <laughs> Chich is a, a bit of a sheep when it comes to social trends and that sort of thing. Pat, uh, I I'm a sheep, but I've I've shorn all the wool off, mate. So uh, <laughs> t- take that as you will, if, if that actually means anything. So you're an ugly sheep. No, I mean like I'm a lean. <laughs> I've got I'm a lean sheep, mate. Like I might jump on when I need to, but at the end of the day, I separate myself from the the masses, mate. You know. <laughs> but um, anyway, I think it's uh, it's about that time to wrap up. Uh, I think David Trezeguet is coming on the on the podcast next. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? <laughs> is he coming on? Can you? Can he you actually hook that doesn't up? speak English, Chich. So so how do you how you how do you speak com- French, mate? So how do you communicate with him? <laughs> he mate? had a translator. <laughs> I know why I find that so funny. It's like a Ricardo Rodriguez scenario. Yeah, who's <laughs> got the promo for him? The the advocate. Uh, uh, all right. Anyway, Pat, mate, thanks for coming in. Uh, look forward to seeing you. You know, maybe pre SummerSlam. I don't know. Maybe if you can fit it in. I don't know. Maybe you got uh, Zlatan coming in. I don't know who you're interviewing next. But um, yeah, no worries, mate. Thanks for having me, Chich. No worries. It's weird banter.